Hello everyone, Chaplain Philip with you again. When you're confronted by a new or a difficult situation requiring you to put your trust in God, how long does it take for your faith to take hold? Are you immediately in a place of confidence, or does it take a little time to give it over to God? Depending on your personality and past experiences, the amount of time it takes to let your confidence in God take over your calamities will differ. Bad news or good news, life-changing events or significant changes of any kind create a need in us to make adjustments. It's how we're wired emotionally and psychologically. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross created the definitive model for the five stages of grief, another way of talking about our life events and how we deal with them. They are called denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. In fact, our Compass teaching team is presently working through these five stages in our weekly messages. I hope you find them as inspiring as I do. Our lives are made up of transitions, good and bad. We start a new chapter in life by closing a previous one. Let me illustrate. When a couple celebrates the birth of a new baby, they say goodbye to life as a twosome. They usually say goodbye to lots of sleep, privacy, and a life with measured routine. So, with the excitement and joy of a new baby, there is the loss of what came before. One is gladly traded for the other, but there will be times when that harried new mom and dad look back wistfully to the carefree days before the baby. The same can be said of every other transition. Children going to school, your son or daughter's first driver's license, when he or she goes away to college, when your children leave home to start their own homes. Rejoicing and grieving, happy for the new, but wishing sometimes for the old. And we haven't even begun to touch on the changes that are traumatic, sad, or tragic. They bring a unique pathos into our human experience. These events demand a closer walk with God just to get through them. What would Master Yoda from Star Wars say to us right now? Yes, yes, emotions, experiences of humans, complicated are they, and most difficult, yes, most difficult. Where am I going with this today? I do have a point to make, and I hope you find it helpful. Let's look at the Apostle Peter's release from prison in Acts chapter 12. Let's look at his relationship with the guards, the Christian believers who were praying for his release, and how they each responded to the dangerous yet miraculous turn of events. I'm going to read excerpts from the verses and come back to examine them later. Verses 2 verse 6 tell us this, Herod the king killed James the brother of John with a sword, and because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. He put him in prison and delivered him to four sets of soldiers to keep him, intending to present him before the people by trial after the feast. But prayer by the church was made without ceasing unto God for him. So, Peter's in prison between two soldiers and four sets of guards, and according to a following verse, he is to be presented before the people, tried, condemned, and executed for sharing the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Verse 6 states that he is sleeping peacefully, probably snoring away between his two guards. 
In the middle of the night, an angel appears, strikes him on the side to wake Peter up, helps him to get dressed. His chains fall off. They walk past the four sets of guards and out the iron gate into the street. Here's where the angel leaves him, as he's waking up in the cold morning air. Until he's outside the gate, Peter thinks he's just dreaming. Here's what he says when he finally realizes he's not dreaming and he's free. Verse 11. And when Peter was come to himself, he said, Now I know of a surety that the Lord hath sent his angel and hath delivered me out of the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the people of the Jews. In all of this, Peter is calm, trustful, peaceful, sleeping on the night before his execution. What a remarkable change from the Peter who denied Jesus at his trial, running with the rest of the disciples in fear of the Jews. His experiences with Jesus had made it easier for him to work through the five stages of grief, or the five transitions of life, coming to the place of acceptance and trust much sooner than he did earlier in his life's experience. The church that was praying for Peter was not in the same place in their walk with God as he was. Keep in mind that they were probably new converts, still growing in their faith. Let's take a peek at how they reacted when Peter was released by the angel. Verses 3-16 through says, And as Peter knocked at the gate, of the, at the door of the gate, a damsel came to hearken named Rhoda. And when she knew Peter's voice, she opened not the gate for gladness, but ran in and told how Peter stood before the gate. And they said unto her, Thou art mad. But she constantly affirmed that it was even so. Then they said, It must be his angel. But Peter continued knocking. And when they had opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. As the new believers were gathered praying for Peter's release, the angel of God was busy setting Peter free. And when Peter shows up at the door, they're hard to convince that their prayers have been answered. This account makes me smile. It actually warms my heart because it gives me hope. I've been there in my life, praying for something fearful that it would never happen. And God took my plea, Lord, I believe, help now my unbelief, and answered my prayer. I'm sure he's done the same for you. God gave these new Christian believers a wonderful answer to their prayers and built evidence in their memories for the future that God would hear future prayers as well. What a gracious God who loves us dearly as his children. Going through these transitions, changes, good things, tragedies, new experiences, all of these things are difficult for us. They require faith in God to help us find a way through to the other side. Don't be surprised when you go through denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and finally acceptance as you walk through this confusing and complicated journey we call life. What I find to be most heartening is that my trips through these five stages are less terrifying, easier to manage, and shorter as my faith in God and the evidence of his leading takes a greater and more secure hold on my psyche. As time goes on, you and I may even be able to sleep, snoring away between two guards on the night before our executions, knowing that God has this, and that he will make everything turn out just the way it should. Please give a listen, listen to Lauren Daigle's praise song, 
I will trust in you. Until next time, I'm Chaplain Philip, and as always, may God bless you today.